follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Willie Jones and today we'll be talking about The Martian, The Intern, The Walk, The North Star, Cinderella, and Hotel Transylvania too. Right now, I'm talking to Cameron, a nine-year-old Cameron from North Carolina, about The Martian. How are you, Cameron? Good. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, now, Cameron, I've also seen The Martian, and I absolutely loved it. But I want to know what you think about it. What What do you think about The Martian? I liked how he could send messages from space to NASA. I know that part was so cool to me. Did Anything he, else? Yeah. Um. They thought he was dead, but he really was alive in this dust storm. I know because when when the uh, when the debris from the storm hit him, he was thought to be dead by his team, but he was um, alive. Now, uh, now, Cameron, what do you think about the special effects? This is a, a sci-fi movie. It's very heavily lauded with CGI. What do you think about the look of the movie? It looked really realistic. It's not real heart beating, but full of thrills. I agree. I don't I, think, I don't think astronauts would have a suit like Mark Watney's, but it was cool. He learned to use. Duct tape on his helmet cracked. I know. He, one thing I loved about him was how resourceful he was. Every time something messed up, he always had something else to come back and fix it with. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was pretty amazing. Now, um, now Cameron, you're pretty young. We're pretty young. But um, I went with my mom, and she, she absolutely loved the soundtrack, which was a bunch of disco and 70s hits. I want to know, what, what did you think about the soundtrack? Did you enjoy the music at all? I really did. It's, really? It's band tricks. <laughs> Have you heard of any of the songs before? No. No. <laughs> my mom has though. <laughs> I'm sure my my mom did too. She was actually, unfortunately, she was she was dancing in, in the seat next to me. That was fun. So, uh, are you a fan of Matt Damon and Joan? Do you know I'm, I'm the lead actor? Yes. What do you, how do you think? What do you think of his performance in this movie? It was great. You know, I thought so too. I've seen a lot of Matt Damon's things, and I, he really. He really impressed me with this one, I thought. So, Cameron, what did you think this movie was about? Did you think this movie had a message? What was it trying to tell us? I'm not really sure about it. Well, when you walked out the theater, what did you get from it? What was what was the, uh, what do you think the point of the movie was? There ha- was a wow moment. A wow moment? Which moment? When he was building plants in outer space using bathroom stuff. I know, that was, at like first, it was, it, yeah, <laughs> it was a little gross when I watched it, I'll admit. I thought it was funny, but it, it shows how smart he was, and I think that's what that's what we all could really relate to was his uh, survival instincts, you know. Yeah. So, how, what would you, what would you, uh, what would you rate this movie if you if you had to give it um, star ratings? Four out of five stars. Four out of five. Wow. Why? Why four out of five? Well, he learned how to use resources and astronomy <laughs> to get up to try to communicate to NASA. Mm-hmm. With technology. Were you impressed by the technology that was that was used at all? Yeah. Half of that stuff you can't do in space, but he used a lot of re- resources and kept on trying to try and trying. And he finally got a chance to send the message, and they got yeah. and they got it. Yeah, I, I think, personally, I think it was pretty amazing what he was able to do with what little things he had. Uh, that, that really impressed me about him and his wit, because he, he is a botanist, which means, you know, he's... Extremely smart, among other things. But uh, let's take a break. I'm Willie Jones, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking to Cameron about The Martian. So, Cameron, I, I want to I ask you, did you learn anything about science from this movie? It's a very scientific movie. NASA had a huge part in it. Did you come out of this movie any smarter? Yeah. What did you learn? I, I learned that you can make things out of anything and keep on trying. Trying even though if you don't get it. Yeah, I think that was one of the big messages of the movie. And I think I think you said it perfectly. If something doesn't work out for you, you don't give up. You know, you, you have to you have to keep trying. Personally, I learned how to do a lot of things that I might never ever get to do because I don't even plan to go to Mars. But it's different from other people. For example, do you ever have any uh 
any desire to go to Mars or to go to space or anything like that? No. Why not? It's really cold there, and about <laughs> all the disasters that happen, I don't want to get in there. You know, I feel the exact same way. Space is just so dangerous, and we, and we don't know what's out there. I would be completely intimidated. But do you have any, any friends who are really scientific? Would you recommend this movie to them? Yeah. Definitely, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have a few friends who are big science nerds, or pardon the word, uh, big science nerds who would, I think would love this movie so much. Uh, so what, what age range do you think would fit this movie? Eight and up. Interesting. Eight and up. Why eight and up? Because they they can they can understand more of the, what they're talking about, and mm -hmm. there may be like a lot of confusing words that you may not know, or for younger kids that they probably don't even know about. But you understood the movie. Yeah, I loved it. I love I love science. Do you? Science your favorite subject? Yeah. Wow. So this movie must have been very good for you. Yep. Thank you for talking, Cameron. You're listening to the Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network, and today we're talking about The Martian, The Intern, The Walk, The North Star, Cinderella, and Hotel Transylvania 2. Today's show is brought to you by Doozers from Men's Circle Entertainment. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Welcome back. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just finished speaking to Cameron about The Martian. Next, we will discuss The Intern, The Walk, The North Star, Red Carpet Event and Review, Cinderella, and Hotel Transylvania 2. So right now is a girls interview. So woo, woo, go girl. We are talking with 11-year-old Triana from Philadelphia and 11-year-old Mia from Boulder about the intern. So I'm both, I'm glad that you are both here with us back on the show. So Triana, tell us what you thought about the intern. I thought this show was pretty good. It was very hilarious and it had a little romance and a little drama. So I thought it all went together pretty good and I thought it was a wonderful film. 
I'm glad you liked it. And Mia, what did you think about this film after you watched it? I really liked it. I thought it was really funny and it had drama and romance just like she said and I just really loved it. <laughs> well, I I am I'm a sucker of romance um and comedy and pretty much everything except horror. So um, so um Mia, how did you think that the romance and the comedy and everything's else everything else in this film joined together? Do you think it was too much of one thing or too much of another thing or how do you think this film was balanced? I thought it was balanced really well because there wasn't too much romance or too much drama. It just all was a perfect balance. I'm glad. And Triana, interns are, you know, talking more about the film, interns are usually a young age, you know, after college or in college even. How do you think the directors did with directing this film with having an older intern with the younger employees of the company? It's kind of backwards. So how do you think they played out? they played it out, Triana? I thought they played it out very well because it was like something different for a usual intern because he's actually a senior citizen instead of being just an intern. He's going to be a, like a higher, older one. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. Like it was very different for like the audience to see that he's pretty older and he's an intern. Yeah, you mostly see and think about an intern as being a young person, a very lively person. Okay, I want to, you know, start my career, be an intern. But I'm glad that they took this little switch. When I saw a little clip of this film before, I was like, oh my gosh, this looks like such a good film because Anne Hathaway's in it. And anything that Anne Hathaway's in is amazing. So, <laughs> Mia... Speaking about Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro and Rene Russo, how did you like the acting and the actors in this film? Oh, all the acting and actors were incredible. They all worked together, which helped the film be more incredible. And Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro were amazing. And out of all these characters, who was your favorite, Triana? My favorite would have to be Robert De Niro. And why is that? That's because he's pretty hilarious. He's He acts pretty younger for his age, so that was pretty cool, and it was very hilarious for him to act younger than his actual age. And I, I think he was just a wonderful character in this film that played a wonderful part. Well, if you think about it, it makes sense for him to have a little bit younger um, personality, a little bit younger um, character traits, because he is an intern, even though, you know, we shouldn't stereotype interns as being young, even though most of them are young. Right. So, Mia, how many stars do you give this film out of five? I rate this movie five out of five stars because it was really incredible and funny. I love comedy, so I, I, I'm sure that I will love this film. Um, Triana, and how many stars do you give this film? I give this film five out of five stars because it's comical, it's a family and friends film, and I really enjoyed it a lot. I'm, I'm glad you did. And Triana, you said it's a family family film, it's for friends, it's for people you know, have a nice movie time. So, Mia, do you think that, you know, is there a specific age range, even though, you know, Triana said there are a lot of different people that can watch this, do you think there's a specific age range that this film would appeal to most? Well, I think it would appeal to a lot of people, um, but I would say maybe around 10, 11, 12 to up, because there was, they did say some mild language, and there was some suggestive and awkward touching. Mm -hmm. And is there anything other than that the parents should watch out for while taking their kids to this film? Not really that I noticed. Well, that's good, because, you know, I always make sure to include that, because sometimes people, you know parents will take their children to movies, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, in the trailers it looked fine, and then, you know, they're, like, rudely awakened, oh, my gosh, that's not what I thought it would be, because everything is changing, and you don't know what things are going to be, so I thank you for giving that little tidbit. Triana, as you know, Robert know, is an older man, and he plays an older man in this film as an intern. Do you think that this film also appeals to older people? Um, is there any humor or comedy directed towards them? Yes, I think basically to tell them... I would basically say that you can be whoever you want to be, basically, even if you're older or younger, because it really doesn't matter. As long as you can do it and think you can do it, you, can, you will always be able to accomplish it. That's a really good message. I like that. 
because, you know, younger people are like, oh my gosh, I have my whole life ahead of me and I can do whatever I want. But then it, it also influences older people because it's like, you know, I can still do things. If I, if I want to bungee jump, I can bungee jump. If I want to do, if I want to do things that younger people do, I can do things. So thank you for that fabulous message. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. And today we are talking about the intern, the walk, the North Star red carpet event and review Cinderella and Hotel Transylvania 2. And I just wanted to thank Mia and Triana for being here. Um, we are going to switch over to Harmony, the 16-year-old Harmony from Bay Area. I'm so sorry. I see. I salute you now. I salute you. Harmony, what did you think about the intern? Because you are a little bit older than um, Mia and Triana. So how did you think the intern went? The intern is a really good movie. It appeals to me and the older audiences as well. And like <laughs> It's really funny. I feel like the humor can appeal to everyone, like, of all ages and stuff. So it's really entertaining and overall just really good. (laughs) And how did you like the relationship between Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway? Because they are two um, well-known actors that everyone knows, and they haven't been put together. So how do you think their chemistry on on screen went? Oh, I love their chemistry on screen. Honestly, I can't imagine the film with any other actors because... They did an amazing job of, like, winning the hearts of the audience, and the, like, the, they created, like, an awesome appeal, and, like, their bond was really realistic, so I really like their natural connection. (laughs) The moment when you can't, when you can't see anyone else in the film, that's when you know someone did their job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway, you said, you know, they had a real good connection, relationship. Is he, like, a father figure? Is he, like, a brother? Is he, you know, what type of relationship could you compare their relationship to? I can definitely compare it to a father figure and, I guess, a best friend, eventually. (laughs) Besties. Yes. (laughs) So this is not Anne Hathaway's first fashion fashion film. She starred in Devil Wears Prada, where she played a junior assistant, so it's kind of switched. Did you see any, did you see um, any of you in this film? Because, you know, Anne Hathaway has been all over the place. Did you see any of your personality, your character traits in this film anywhere? That's kind of hard, because Anne Hathaway played a character that I couldn't really imagine her playing. She was kind of, she did a really, really amazing job doing this, and it shocked me, because I couldn't really imagine her playing such, like, a strict, you know, mm-hmm. too busy for anyone else kind of person. And I don't think I see myself in that, but she did an awesome job of playing a different role than usual, you know. And I like when actors and actresses, you have them in this sort of like, okay, yeah, they play this, they play this, they play this, they play this and then they, you know, out of the blue, plays the act in this movie that you would never see them in, but they do an amazing job, and then you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right, right. So how many stars do you give this film? I give this film a four out of five stars. And why is that? Because I think... It's one of those movies that you don't have to be in a certain mood to watch, and I'd honestly like recommend it to all my friends and family to watch. It's like one of those movies that everyone can enjoy and like take something out of it. It doesn't really appeal to a certain group more than others, and I'm sure that everyone will enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. those movies that you have to be in the mood for, like, oh, what do you want to watch now? You know, I feel like everyone would really appreciate watching this movie. And it's its humor is, like, sophisticated, not stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not trying too hard to be funny. So the humor can really is really hilarious and sophisticated at the same time while also having, like, good moral messages and a strong plot. So I really feel that everyone can enjoy this movie, and I would definitely recommend it to, like, everyone, so. (laughs) And, you know, speaking about messages and what you got out of it, what did you get out of this film? Ooh, there's a lot. Um, (laughs) One of them he straight out said, Robert De Niro, and it was basically, like, experience doesn't really beat, like, passion and your own personal, like, someone with a lot of experience, like himself, who's been doing something for so long, can't really tell someone who's, gosh, I don't know how to word this, (laughs) basically, people can do whatever they set their mind to, whether they have extreme experience in it or not, you know what I mean, like, if they're passionate about something, the experience isn't, it's not necessary, yeah, successful. Because you know, I feel like if you drive yourself, and if you, and if you really have a passion to do something, when you enter that field, or you know, when you're striving to enter that field, the knowledge will come. So yeah. it's like, yeah. So it's like either you know, e- even if you start with knowledge or you start without knowledge, your experience and knowledge, I feel, will come as you 
as you, you know, try out your passions and try out what you really love. So that is a great message. Is there anything that you would take out of this film or put into this film to make it better? Uh, I wouldn't put anything into the film because it's honestly outstanding on its own. So yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can suggest for this movie to add. It's like perfect on its own. I liked every aspect of it. I took out a lot of like thought into life. Like it's, <laughs> it obviously revolves around life. Like, yeah older like how you want to spend your life as you're a senior or as mid 20 year old and the experiment experiences and things you learn in the work field and it just kind of shaped my perspective in that sense of success and life I don't know if this is so hard to explain (laughs) no it's good that when you watch a movie and you're able to step back when you're able to take a step back and you know look at the movie in a certain way and then look at your life it's like oh my gosh this makes so much more sense or or you know it kind of leads you in a certain way I like when movies have that type of um, effect on us so I'm glad that you liked it (laughs) well Harmony thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the intern Thank you for having me. (laughs) It's always a pleasure speaking to you guys. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. It sounds really awesome and amazing. Anne Hathaway's in it. Robert De Niro's in it. So please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm Brianna Hobbiton, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Doozers from N-Circle Entertainment. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You 
are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just finished speaking to Harmony and earlier, Triana and Mia about the intern. Next, we will discuss the walk, the North Star red carpet event, and review Cinderella and Hotel Transylvania 2. So right now, we are speaking with 13-year-old Lainey from Boulder about the walk. So it's great to have you on the show, Lainey. Can you please tell us a little bit about what you thought about the walk? The walk was absolutely fantastic. I loved this movie. Every single scene was just flat out amazing, (laughs) and all the actors did an amazing job. And for all those people that don't know what this is about, Lainey, can you please give us this brief description of the synopsis? This movie is set in 1974, and it's about a high-wire artist named... Felipe Petit, and he's played by Joseph Gordon Livet, and he lives in Paris, and he sees a picture of the Twin Towers, and that's his inspiration to walk across the two Twin Towers, but this is highly illegal and dangerous. Oh. See, I, I like when the titles of films like are incorporated into into the actual film and I know that happens a lot but I like when it's like literally like oh my gosh he walks not just like oh well it's you know it's a walk in his mind like he actually has to walk to do this so I I love when they pair the title with the actual movie I know it I know it's supposed to happen but anyway (laughs) Lainey this is this based on a true story um yes this is based off of a true story and that's what makes this movie even more intense and with it being, or based off a true story, is the plot confusing? Is there anything that you didn't like about it? I wouldn't say that the plot is that confusing, but there wasn't really anything that I didn't like about this movie because it was so amazing. <laughs> and what different aspects of the film did you think were so amazing? Well, I thought that the special effects were really phenomenal because the Twin Towers are not here, obviously, today anymore, so they made it look super realistic, like they were still there, and I don't even know how they made it look so realistic. It's like, what? How'd you do that? <laughs> and when and when you know something's not real, because we obviously know that they're not there anymore, but the fact that you can watch it on a screen and be like, that looks like they're there. That looks like nothing ever happened. It looks real. So the fact that you can say that is... I. I salute everyone that had a part in this film. Is there anything in this, um, in the walk that you that stood out to you that you resonated with? Some things in the walk that stood out to me yes. was that I was basically well, I had sweaty hands um, in the middle of the film when he was getting ready to climb. I mean, getting ready to tightrope walk on to the two buildings, and it was just really nerve wracking. And did you, okay, this is a weird question, but just bear with me. (laughs) Did you feel as though you were there with him as he walked? I know it sounds weird, but do you think, did you get a feeling that you were there with him on on the tightrope walking between these two towers? Um, yes, actually, I did feel like I was, like, with him, kind of experiencing it myself, and I don't know, that's what made it even more scary for me, and also... I don't know, but this sounds a little weird, too. But I could kind of, like, feel the wind as he was, like, walking. You know, I like when you can feel everything. I I had a moment when I watched a film and I could smell it. And I was like, are they they venting things in here? Like, are they trying to make me hallucinate? So um, I really like how the film is so complete and so deep and so um, realistic that, you know, you can feel things and smell things and, and do natural human things with a film. So I'm glad that you felt that way. Um, Lainey, how many stars do you give this film? I give this film a 5 out of 5 stars, and this would definitely be one of my top movies. And the special effects could not be beat. <laughs> and what is the age range? The age range is 11 to 18 because this movie is pretty suspenseful and there is mild language. And is there anything else that, you know, parents should watch out for? Something else that parents maybe should watch out for is that this movie is pretty... Well, I mean, they are doing something illegal, so, like, against the law. 
yeah, guys, don't do don't do illegal stuff. <laughs> Please don't do illegal stuff. We don't want to be like, well, they told me. So we're just saying it now. Don't do illegal stuff. <laughs> well, Lainey... Thank you for talking with us. The walk is in theaters on October 9th, so please check it out, guys. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network, and today we are talking about the North Star Red Carpet event and review. Cinderella and Hotes tell Transylvania, too. So right now, Willie is going to be interviewing Triana about the North Star Red Carpet event and film review. So take it away, Willie. Thank you, Brianna. We're here today with Triana talking about the North Star and her red carpet interview. How are you, Triana? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm fantastic. So first thing first, tell me, what did you think about the North Star? I thought the North Star was pretty good, and I thought, like, it was, like, pretty good for it to go back into, like, the olden days when there was slavery. So it made me more aware of how it was and basically what slavery Give me a little tip about how slavery, how slavery worked, and what did they do back then for slavery and mm-hmm. slavery. Now, is, this movie is based off a off a true story, right? Yes. It's about uh, a man I believe by the name of Benjamin Big Ben Jones. What exactly does Big Ben do? Big Ben is pretty big. He's really big <laughs> and tall, and he's a big hard worker. Like he really is a hard worker. He can do about two people's jobs, well, maybe three people's jobs in, like, a whole entire day. So everybody wanted Big Ben, and everybody tried to get money from his owner to get Big Ben. Now, the the lead actor of this movie used to be a linebacker for the Eagles. How did he do as an actor? I thought he was pretty good, and he should also continue his career because (laughs) I really really think he did a pretty good job, and especially since he's kind of a little bit famous, he would get... He will be like more into films, and more people want to watch the film because he's in it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like when people kind of cross their careers, especially going from like sports to to film or from film to sports. Now, um, two of some of my very favorite actors are on this movie: Keith David and Lynn Whitfield. Uh, Keith David plays Frederick Douglass. How did how did he do as as Mr. Douglass? I've I've always loved Keith David as an actor. How, how did he do? <laughs> he did pre- he did very good. You really didn't see him much through the film, but when I saw him, he did really good. And he looked exactly like Frederick Douglass. Really? Which makes it pretty crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, he looks just like him in the film. So it was pretty cool, and I thought he did a wonderful job. That Great casting is very important, especially if he looks just like him. That's, an, <laughs> that's amazing. So, inevitably, a movie like this is going to be compared to other movies of its kind. Pardon what I'm about to say, other slave movies, if you will. So how does the North Star compare to things like Roots or uh, the recent Best Picture winner, 12 Years a Slave? I think it kind of compared, but 12 Years a Slave was pretty different because the North Star was in, like, his hometown, and it really wasn't, it was, like, on, like, it looked like mainland, and it was, I don't know, it was, like, pretty different, though, because... 12 Years a Slave had different atmospheres, and it was just pretty different. Okay, cool. So with that said, how many stars would you give uh, the North Star? I would give this film 5 out of 5 stars. Wow, really? Was it that good? Yes, I really I really enjoyed it. What, what stood out the most to you about it? Because it basically talks about slavery and how African-American people were treated back then, so I thought that was pretty cool. And how, like, it all went out and how everything was happening. And so I thought it was pretty cool. And also how somebody actually saved Big Ben and his his sidekick, Moses Hopkins. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I, I really enjoyed it. Wow, that's... And one final question about the movie. Um, what age range did you recommend it for? I recommend this film for ages 13 to 18. Is it, is, is it kind of graphic? Huh? Is it kind of graphic with some of its some of its stuff? No, not really. Okay, so you just think that thirteen year olds are the right age to be able to comprehend it? Yeah, they will. They will understand it more, even though like I understand it, but I don't know. Like some, like everyone isn't really that mature, so I would just give it to like thirteen to eighteen. <laughs> wow, you hear that, everyone? She's the only <laughs> mature person of her age. No, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> now on to the red carpet interview 
What was that like, being on the red carpet and interviewing oh. some of these stars? Oh my gosh, it was so fun. And to think that Big Ben was actually really big. When I saw him in person, he really wasn't that big. And I thought, and I think because they did this film like a long time ago, he lost weight and he shrunk because he really is not that big. So I thought that was pretty cool. And it was wonderful. And well, I, I feel like a lot of stars are like that. You know, they say like Sylvester Stallone and Tom Cruise and, and Schwarzenegger are, are smaller in person. That, that's, that's um, wow. I know, I was so shocked. <laughs> did you get to, who else did you get to meet uh, besides uh, the lead actor? I got to meet Moses, Hop, well, Thomas Barsley, and I also got to meet some of the extras, like the sleeves, and one of the singers in this film. All right, cool. So when you interviewed them, what was, what was like the best question you had that got answered the best? You know, you know what I mean? Like, what was a question you asked that got an answer that really stuck with you? Let me think. I think basically because I asked them what inspired them to do this. And I ask, I actually ask this question a lot to when I do, when I go on red carpet and other mm -hmm. events because it lets me know, like, why did you start doing, why, what made you be in this career life and how does it feel and basically, like, why did you? Why did you want to be in this career life? So I think I, I understand because this is a tough business. It really yes. is. Well, thank you for thank you so much, Rihanna. I I love this interview. You're great. <laughs> thank you. You <laughs> too. Let's take a break. I'm Willie Jones, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is brought to you by Doozers from End Circle Entertainment. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. They say you can't change the weather, but we already have. And if we've changed it for the worse, let's change it for the better. Tune in to The Climate Opportunity, a two-hour special hosted by Beth Green and Dr. Grant Dean. Expert guests, Professor Scott Denning, Chef Laura Steck, video journalist Peter Sinclair, and Kelsey Worth of Women Out Front will share how we can improve our lives while improving our weather. Listen on Inside Out Radio, Tuesday, November 11th, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Presented by Inside Out Radio and Voice America. Our voices need to be heard. Tune in every week for Women Investing in Women and Girls. This is a groundbreaking program that spotlights global issues from the perspectives of young women and teens. Our program is aimed at young listeners in general, including young men who wish to be engaged in our global dialogues. Come join us every Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for Women Investing in Women and Girls and follow the global economic revolution on the Voice America Kids channel. 
If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank, New Jersey investment education and asset management firm, and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, call us. Past performance of investments are not indicative of future results. Investing is inherently risky. All recommendations should be researched by the investor. Call InvestView at 732-380-7271. That's 732-380-7271. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, and welcome back. I'm Brianna Hope and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just finished speaking to Trayana about the North Star Red Carpet event and review. And next, we will discuss Cinderella and Hotel Transylvania 2. So right now, we were speaking with 11-year-old Mia from Boulder about Cinderella. So, Mia, first of all, how did you like and what are your thoughts about Cinderella? Well, I absolutely loved this movie, and I'm actually really excited that it's out on DVD now. And speaking about out on DVD, can you talk about what you saw on the DVD and the special effects? Well, the special effects were amazing, like her dress and her shoes. If you saw the movie, the animation was incredible. And there are also bonus features, which are amazing. I also saw the movie. I didn't see the DVD, but I saw the movie in theaters, and I know what you're talking about with the shoes and the dress and the animation and the visuals. It was just beautiful. I loved her shoes. I love, love, love butterflies, so therefore, I love her shoes. So, Mia, can you please tell us who your favorite character is, if you have one? My favorite character would probably be the fairy godmother, played by Helena Bahim Carter, because she was just so funny and had a great bubbly personality. She is funny. I When I watched this film, I was like, okay, everything seems kind of um, not boring, but it's saying like, okay, I know what's going on. I know what is going to happen, and I know what has happened. But then when she came on, I was like, oh my gosh, this new, fresh image. Um, but overall, this film was really great. Not to say that it wasn't. It's just she, I think, kind of excelled the greatness of this film. Yeah. So, Mia, speaking about special features and DVDs, and what was on the special features? Um, well, there was one that I think a lot of younger kids would like. It's called Frozen Fever, and it's about Anna on her birthday, and Elsa tries everything she can to help out, and that's a fun one. And also Ella's Furry Friends, and that's about how they worked with the animals, like how they trained them, which was incredible. And after seeing Furry Friends, did you look at the movie differently? Yeah, so I watched the bonus features first, and then I went back and watched the movie. And when all the animals were on, I saw exactly what they said in it, and it made me think, oh, this is how they did that, and it was really cool. It is cool knowing how they do things or knowing what they had to go through to get that on the screen because sometimes we watch movies and we're like, oh, okay, we understand. Oh, you know, it wasn't that hard. But then when you see the bonus features and when you see what it took to actually make it, you're like, okay, I have a new respect for that. Yeah. I do. (laughs) So what age range do you give this film? I would probably say 3 to 19 because you have to, it would be really good to make sure you understand it because it's a great movie. But also I think a lot of older kids would like it because it's just on the special effects and it's way different than the other Cinderella, which added a lot. I definitely understand. And speaking about Cinderella, we have heard many, many stories in books, in on TV shows, on movies about Cinderella. Like, 
it's a story that everyone knows. Did you see any specific things that were a little bit different or added it or added an extra flair to this Cinderella? Well, I think one of the big differences that stood out for me was the relationship between the prince and Cinderella because they started out like not really knowing each other instead of like just going to the ball and like falling in love and like marrying them the next day. So it was a little bit more of a relationship connection and a relationship growth. Yeah. That makes sense because when when we see movies and it's like, okay, they meet each other. They're like, okay, let's get married the next day. And you're like, yeah, because it's completely realistic. That's very realistic, guys. So I'm glad that it portrayed this more realistic, more truthful performance of an actual human life. So how many stars would you give this film? I would rate this five out of five stars, again, for all of its amazing animation details and incredible sets. Mm -hmm. And is there anything that a parent should look out for while taking their child to see this film? Not really that I noticed. It was kind of like the plot, of course, was like the regular Cinderella, but there wasn't anything more than the regular Cinderella. Like there weren't any more like I'd say if you found it, maybe could be some weird inappropriate lesson that you didn't want your kid. It's technically like almost the same thing. Okay, well, that's good to know. It's if you saw the other Cinderella, then you can definitely see this one. Yeah. Well, guys, Cinderella is on DVD, and the special effects seem awesome, so please check it out. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network, and today we are talking about Hotel Transylvania 2. So right now, let's continue speaking with the wonderful Mia about Hotel Transylvania 2. So I have seen Hotel, the first Hotel Transylvania, and I love, love, love it. So Mia, can you tell me what you thought about the second one? Well, I thought the second one was better than than the original because it kind of fit together and it also was a great transition between the first and second movie because it could have been like this one long movie everything would have made sense instead of like what the heck went on in between that I love when they do that I love when they it's like if you didn't have the big intro or if you didn't have the credits from the last one if you seamed it together it would be fine yeah love when they do that because I feel like if I got some equipment that you could do that, I would do that. I would just I would just put it together and I'd be like, see, look, it's a big movie. It's just a big movie now. Yeah. So is it a smooth transition from one scene to another? I know we talked about from the first to the second film, but is the plot line smooth? Is the uh, camera angle smooth? Yeah, it was all smooth, great transitions. Everything made sense. Like there was no dizzy, weird angles, maybe in some of the more action movies. It was more like moving around, but I get dizzy easily, and it didn't make me dizzy at all, like some movies do. Well, that is great. Um, Looking at the trailer, it looks really funny, and I really want to see this film. So can you tell me about some of the comedy? There's a lot of comedy, just like the first one. And Dracula's friends, the werewolf mummy, Frankenstein, they did the most humor. And when I was watching it in theaters, one of the characters... Blobby, a lot of the kids laughed at him, and he was really funny. Can you tell me some of the things that he said or some of the things that he referred to that was funny? Well, Blobby is like a blob, like how they made him like in his actions and like what he did. Like he's just kind of like this fun character that does these really funny mistakes that are noticeable. (laughs) I like when the whole film has comedy, but then there are also this those characters that kind of exceed in comedy, if that makes sense. And it's like, okay, this character is known for comedy. So it's like when you see them come onto the screen, you're like, okay, this is going to be a funny, nice, airy scene. Yeah. Adam Sandler, which is surprising, wrote this screenplay for this film and stars as Dracula. How do you think it's written? Do you like how it's written? Do you like how it transitions and all those type of things? I think he did it very well. And yeah, the writing was very clean, funny, made sense, and I just really like what he did. I admire Adam Sandler for many of the things he does. I've watched so many of the things that he's in over and over and over again because I love him and I love the actors he works with. So I'm glad that he could be a part of this film and make it all the more better. So what age range do you give this film? I would probably recommend the ages 5 to 18 because it would be great comedy for older kids and especially if you like the first one. But there's also not too scary, but some surprising parts that could be scarier to younger kids. So Mm -hmm. 
watch out for that. <laughs> watch out for that. And speaking about the first one, is there is there something that you you know you said it was kind of scary, not scary, but a little surprising here and there. Is there something that little kids would be too scared about that you should tell them about? Or well, it depends on like how young. Like maybe under like four or five would be a little frightened at the end because it was kind of shocking to me but other than that I think that was like the most scary part well thank you and how many stars do you give this film out of five I would probably rate this four and a half five out of five stars because this movie was honestly truly hilarious and I liked it way more than the first one and if you could be a monster making it up or a monster in the film what monster would you be? I would probably be either Mavis or one of the kid werewolves because the werewolves just have a lot of energy, 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 just like me, and they just kind of like run around and be annoying. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's a great thing to be. And do you see this film going on to a next one to make this a trilogy? And if yeah. so, what do you think it would be about? Yeah, it would actually be a good third one and I think they might actually be making it because they kind of, again like in the trailer, how there's a little boy, like he doesn't like grow up in the film, like he's still a little boy and so I think that that would be like a good plot for like him to be growing up and or him to be like grown up and about him mostly. About his life and everything that he does. Yeah. Well, thank you. I well, actually, one more question, and I really want I really wanted to not say this, but I mean, it's not bad or anything, but I really wanted to ask you this: if you could be any character, not a monster, but who do you think that you relate to most? Like, you know, it could be the wolf. It could be. Do you think you relate to this film as a whole, or to one specific character, or do you not relate to it at all? I think I kind of relate to some overall characters, like some of the just behind the scene extras or maybe not the main i relate to mavis in some ways because i really do like to explore and get out there but i don't really have like a grudge to my parents like let me out of the house or anything like that well i'm glad that that's not your case i'm glad that they're not keeping you keeping you in there for your whole entire life yeah well mia thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about hotel transylvania 2 oh yeah thanks for having me (laughs) It's always a pleasure talking to you. It's in theaters now, guys, so please check it out. It sounds like a really awesome, fantastic film. Thanks so much for joining with us today. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Be sure to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our blog on the teen section of the Huffington Post. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media. Media on the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Doozers from N Circle Entertainment. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. <laughs>